Okay, I love the whole dynamic of Josuke and Okuyasu walking, them seeing binoculars on the ground. <laughs> Okuyasu going to pick it up and Josuke being like, don't pick it up, it's dirty. Yeah, you're okay. always distracted by things because on the ground. Because I was yeah. one time walking with a friend of mine and we saw something on the ground and I was like, look, there's something on the ground. And she was like, ooh, I went to pick it up. And I was like, don't pick up the thing. And then I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the Josuke and Okuyasu dynamic yeah, is real. Absolutely. No, and that's definitely me and Darius where I'm I'm like, don't. Although with, with me, it's, it's I'm like, don't eat that. <laughs> look, things. look, there's things. They grow. They look delicious. You eat them. Yeah. They're, Unless they're trying to poison you by tricking you. Yeah. Or if they were grown in human waste, which you don't know. That's fair. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about... Electricity. Electricity and energy. Powers. Now I have the Schoolhouse Rock song for electricity stuck in my head. I thought it was energy. Electricity. Electricity. Oh, okay. Electricity. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock Rock. That was cute. Yeah. I guess we can talk about these episodes structurally first. Yeah. That might be why we're like having trouble figuring out where to begin. We're covering the first part of a four-parter. Yes, and it's a four-parter that all takes place on one day in Morio. And since you've watched this episode already, you will know that it sort of cuts between the stories of three different stand users. It mostly focuses on the Superfly guy. Pylon but, dude. Pylon dude. But... Um, Toyo Hero. Toyo Hero, thank you. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I wrote it down because I never remember their names. But... but in the manga, it's actually just three separate arcs. So we get one arc of Pylon Guy, then one of Enigma, and one of the other, the back guy. <laughs> I love the back guy. When I watched this, I did not know that the structure was totally different. Um, and I just like loved the structure and I stand by it. I think I think it's a really, really cool way to convey so much happening at the same time. Well, and I was like, are one of these, is one of these stand user is going to be have something to do with like time travel or something because they're like down to the minute yeah. on all the little interstitial cards. Uh, so, and I was, so I was actually like, it was very tense for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ooh, yeah, oh, what's going actually. down? Like that they're putting all these like down to the minute placard things. Yeah. But really it's just that they're going to be moving around and showing you different. You this know. is the kind of thing that like would extremely not work if it was something that they were doing like as something was coming out. Yes. Or whatever, but like the fact that they know what's coming means that they can like put all these little chunks down. Well, it's what we wanted to happen with the Mariah arc, right? Where it's like right. um, in Stardust Crusaders, in Stardust Crusaders, where Joseph and Avdol are fighting Mariah at the same time as isn't Polnareff getting engaged to a fetus? That's very possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's why Polnareff's getting engaged to a fetus. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm glad that David Productions took our notes. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that they they figured out that like oh we can cross cut and especially for these three stand users like I don't think any one of them would deserve a two parter but putting all three of them together into a four parter like I'm like all right that's enough time yeah so the episode opens with the the gang all generally feeling thwarted in their inability to track down Kira. And Kira's ghost dad flying around being an asshole as usual. Yeah. Um, I like what they're doing, revisiting lots of different Morio locations. I don't. It's a little subtle in the opening scene, but when Joseph and Jotaro are talking with the Speedwagon guy. And the Invisible Baby. Don't erase yeah. the very important Sorry, <laughs> baby. and the baby. Don't erase the baby. Oh, How yeah. did they find the baby? 
Well, I don't know, well, but they clearly the not dead, they found it again. Yeah, Rohan didn't abandon it to die. I, I guess they tracked it back down. They, uh, but while they're talking, they're on the beach where they usually meet speedwagon people. But Kate Boingy Boing is in the background. Aww, yeah, yeah, Kate Darius Boingy Boing. spotted that. Yeah, and then and then you've got Koichi and is it Koichi or is it just Josuke and Okiyasu? I can't remember. No, first it's Okiyasu on his own being like um I mean my point is is that they all end up in front of the the Lawson drugstore. Oh yeah, they're in front of the Lawson. Yeah. 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 Hanging out. So yeah, it is. It's very much like remember this town? There's spots in the town. I do remember this town. <laughs> yeah, I love yep. it. It's good. It's crazy. It's noisy. It's bizarre. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so Kira's ghost dad, who gets called ghost dad. Yeah, finally. Okiyasu's Someone said like, what we Okiyasu's were all thinking. Like fucking ghost dad. Canonically ghost dad. Um, so ghost dad. Josuke said it. It is Josuke. Sorry, Josuke's like, <laughs> Josuke's like um, ghost dad. Actually, issue a correction. it's Josuke. <laughs> I believe if you check, you will find. So... <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, jumping ahead a little bit, they, they find a tower and there's a man living in the tower and he set up this whole like ecosystem for himself, which he's is, got a toilet, like just an actual <laughs> How did he get that up there? toilet, like on the tower. This is a thing that Iraqi will return to. I also, I like, <laughs> why would you keep it like, just put it on the ground? Look, just, no, 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 just, just dig a hole and put some pigs in the hole. <laughs> We've already been, we know that it works just fine. (laughs) Regardless, do not grow edible food in human waste or animal waste. And when I say animal waste, I mean like your cat or your dog. Like you're going to, you're going to get something from that. You can have horse shit compost. Yes, but that's because horses are vegetarians. Wait, so I I have to stop eating out of my cat's litter box? Yes. No. Immediately. (laughs) (laughs) But my main source of sustenance. That's how the cats pull their weight. You know? <laughs> oh, God. No, but yeah, it's it's actually anything that eats meat because there's um, bacteria in there that don't get broken down and then they can make you sick. Wow. Yeah. So can I eat a vegetarian human's poop? I Maybe. I mean, if I really want to. I don't know. I know that if you were... The, the perks of dating a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> This podcast just gets worse and I worse. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I definitely know that that's a thing because I remember when we were composting in our own yard back in Boston and we had a raised vegetable bed, we could not use our compost because we put our cat poop in there. Right. Or we couldn't use it for the vegetables. We can use, you can use it you for flowers. You can use it for flowers. Yeah, we use it for flowers. Just don't eat the flowers. Yeah, this is yeah. now a, a, a garden explainer podcast. This is now well, I mean, it still has garden. to do with poop, so yeah, we're, we're, we're on topic here. Jesus. Unfortunately, I, I just, true. I just love the idea of that toilet just like up there. You're like bro- literally like broadcasting, yeah. going to the bathroom to the world. You're in a broadcast. Tower. Yeah, because Iraqi has bathroom anxiety dreams 20 times. This is, a that's night. literally, I bet he had a dream about shitting uh, on a tower. Yeah, originally, I thought like, oh, he's, he was like driving and he saw a radio tower and was like, oh, I wonder if I could put a stand user in a tower. But then I now I think he just had a nightmare about having to shit in a radio tower and that was what caused him to write this. Article. Yeah, I mean, look, I have had dreams like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's really weird that he's made this like piss luge for the poop to just come spraying like it's like the rainbow the, I love that's the, the least weird part the pee rainbow like it's just the but look so what, much what are his alternatives I mean he could try and install pipe on the side of the pylon I, that's harder poop in a hole on the ground I don't know uh, yeah but that's you know he wants to pee in the sky no he wants to pee on a real toilet okay but put the toilet on the ground yeah, that's that's an option. But Iraqi <laughs> loves toilets Pace. on on large, like vertical structures 
This is not the last time we Got see it. a toilet on a large a vertical island, structure yeah. that would not usually have a toilet on it. That is true. Though this does not have any kind of like privacy wall and future toilets may have that. I believe they do, yeah. Oh, I do. We didn't mention that. So this tower that we're on now is actually one of the first things you see in the anime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because when Jotaro is driving into town in the back of a taxi and you get the little sky shot, like the, the tower is there many and the, times. And as they pass it, the radio gets wonky and the cab driver is like, ah, it, my radio always screws up around here. Yeah. Probably the guy was peeing on the radio at that moment. Yeah, yeah that's probably sure. what it is. And also this pylon is called Superfly. Yes, Superfly. which makes and no sense. And hey, hey, so now take out the uh, the conspiracy board with the red string. Yeah. So Curtis Mayfeld, Superfly, classic. No. Funk. So this is Sorry. a. I'm not. Hang saying- on. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> so this is a gray a gray tower called Superfly. Yes. Remember way back at the beginning of Stardust Crusaders when we had a a, a superpowered an fly, fly, a superpowered fly. Named Tower of Grey. Yeah. Yep. It's the other like ACDC yeah. Red Hot Chili Pepper like stand name yeah. switch that happens. Yeah. Yep. And I, I have no idea if it's intentional. That's the frustrating thing. Probably yes. not. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but I, if you make as many right. dumb powers eventually, they're I'm go- sorry, they're are, going yeah, to be some- Are you like saying a- the ability to be trapped within a decommissioned electrical pylon is a stupid stand power? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's talk about this stand power. Actually, before we even get into the actual stand power, for a second we see him, like he can move the metal within the tower. See, that's why I thought that his stand was something having to do with moving metal around versus the, the stand tower itself, yeah. stand, which is traps you. trapping people. But apparently the tower is his stand. According it's just- to... A rocky, but uh, if he can yeah. move the metal, why not just move no, the I tower? Think, I think that was him attacking introvert. the metal and then making it no, but, shoot out. But like when he's about to fall, he makes like in the beginning when they're watching him. Yeah, yeah, the, the screw goes and he and, and he, he lands on it on and screw. it carries him across. Yeah. Like he like he's Magneto. Yeah, maybe this doesn't make any sense. What? That's for sure possible. But so apparently, like the whole story with this guy, as is exp- as Darius found in was it. The wiki? Just the internet? Yeah, it was on the wiki, on like the JoJo and, fan wiki. And like, was it cited from JoJo It Veller? wasn't cited, but most of that stuff is okay. from JoJo Veller or similar or like back end notes on the manga. So apparently this dude whose name, whose real name we don't know, moved into the pylon three years ago because he's an introvert, which I love so much because, you know, all those like those memes about like such and such like you know you're an introvert when and it's like you know it says like something that literally every single person on this earth does yeah you know you're an introvert when you don't use fabric softener with your laundry detergent right yeah like you know you're an introvert when you move into an electric pylon several miles outside of town (laughs) because toilet five (laughs) miles in the air yeah Yeah. to pee in front of everyone um (laughs) such an introvert <laughs> tfw <Yeah>. introvert <laughs> introverts know that feel yeah uh, rt if where you does agree he even sleep like we see where he cooks oh he has like a it's i, I think it i saw it there's like a there's like it's like a hanging um sleeping bag type situation sure okay He's in a cocoon. Well, now I'm fine with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, the flying 
parts thing is weird. I do like that he's like, I get all the exercise that I need in here just for moving around. I mean, I do buy that that guy has the abs that he has. Yeah, sure. Know, like that's that's serious. Like yeah. the balance and stuff. I'm like, fine. But then it's like, I, I think it's the thing where like at the beginning of the arc, Araki gave him powers that he forgot he'd given him by the end of the arc. Okay. I'm going to lay down a theory right now. I think that whether or not Araki has said it outright, I think that the this guy's stand is not Superfly. Okay. I truly think that Superfly is a location-based stand mm-hmm. that belongs to the tower. Right. And like Anubis and w- a sword. Exactly. Which would explain why it defends itself and stuff. Exactly. Or can send energy back. And why it can do things to him, him against his consent. Right. Because generally your not stand Not that that's always... Sometimes it can, but like, but it's unusual. Right. And an easy explanation for it would be that it's not his stand. And the fact that he has extra powers that we can't explain indicates to me that he has some other stand that was given to him by the arrow. Well, did he get Or he's arrowed? an alien. He's or got he's the ears. But okay. he got, we don't know if we'll he's an alien. Yeah, that's a mess. <laughs> it's unclear to me if he, I don't think he got arrowed. I think he got conned. Yeah, no, but, right. but I mean, so on the wiki it says he got arrowed. I don't oh, know if that's okay. but, but we don't, yeah, I mean, I don't think, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. He didn't get arrowed. He got conned. You know, you're right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think he just, the, the the ghost dad came, you know, flew in and said, hey, but that, why doesn't it trap the ghost dad? Because he's a ghost. Because he's a ghost. Okay, fine. Otherwise, uh, otherwise, he could just trap a rabbit as he's been doing and leave the rabbit in the tower and then leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So it has to be a person, person. All right. But anyway, ghost dad drops in and is like, and but the thing that what Ghost Dad promises him, what he says he's going to help him live among people. But why does sure. he want to? I guess right. he. I guess he. It's like you know, you think that you want. What maybe you don't he's have. Gonna, maybe Ghost Dad is going to be like his therapist. Look, we all think coach. that we would love to live in an electric pylon, but when we actually <laughs> so start great. doing it's it, not, yeah. it's not as good as you think. It yeah. Is. So yeah, he's like, it's I'll a help relatable you. experience for introverts. I'll help you get out. I mean, his stand is just anxiety. He's like moved into the the pylon. And now he can't bring himself to leave, even though he wants to. All right. Social anxiety. Social anxiety. The stand in pylon form. Okay. That makes literally no sense. (laughs) I I want to agree with you, but I, 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 the idea of this is just my, I mean, all all of it, like the whole back, like the only reason this works (laughs) is because Okiyasu and Josuke are there a hundred percent of the time that this guy is on. It's very good. Um, and they're uh, hilarious. Also, the the other reason why it works is that this guy actually clearly shops at the same place that Rohan does. Yes. So his outfit rules. Um, I love his like bug belt thingy. Yeah, uh, I like his fasteners. I like his pants that are wider than his hips, yeah. but stay up. Somehow. Yeah, like Rohan we'll style. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe the reason why he's so introverted is because he like ran into Rohan at the tailor, and <laughs> Rohan like psychologically destroyed him probably oh yeah also rohan's kind of a misanthrope like i think he's saying he's introverted but really he just doesn't like people i mean he he doesn't say in the in the anime he actually says i i moved here because i don't like people okay so yeah so he's not an introvert i think the wiki's wrong yeah and he's actually a misanthrope like rohan which is why they go to the misanthropic artist taylor Mm -hmm. and get midriffs (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah. this is also I mean I think I've mentioned it once or twice before but I feel like now like this next few episodes it's like very hardcore Araki sketching out part five character designs and then keeps showing up um, is this the episode where he rips off his own shirt with the, with the bolts maybe 
Yes, it is this episode. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, which is some really classic. I feel like that's like a Jonathan Joestar level. Well, and, and also more than he hides. Yeah, he hides the, the when he hides the razor blades in yeah. his calluses. That's super like Jack the Ripper. Yeah, that's very like Ogre Street aesthetic. Knives coming out of things that All you right. wouldn't expect to have knives. Okay, so my theory is that Ogre Street is a stand. It's a location stand. I think that is that's, totally that's possible. why it's it's literally the most dangerous street in London. And is it because it's it not puts because of and things? Yeah, it's not because of like who hangs out there necessarily. It, the street itself is dangerous. I mean, we know that. A cat ate a puppy there. Yeah, that's true. And that is paranormal. Maybe yeah. it's a, maybe it's a street that turns people into murderers. That's why Speedwagon is like oh. so nice. Oh. Like he a, leaves is like so nice when he leaves. Oh. And Jonathan is immune because he's a Joe Star. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, yeah, that works. Yeah, that's why. That's why there's a pirate club. On yeah, there. no, yeah. I think that makes sense. It, it like it's just a normal it brings club, out but then it brings like, out their pirate. Yeah, this also in pulses and then also gives them like weapons that manifest out of their minds. So it's like a proto stand. And Jonathan has no bad impulses and he is himself a weapon. So it just doesn't work. (laughs) Exactly. He's too pure. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Fact checked. Good. We need to start the podcast over again. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to have to explain (laughs) what a stand is. No, this definitely doesn't like interfere (laughs) with anything. This is all consistent. This is very consistent. It doesn't retcon anything. I mean, as we've proven time and time again, JoJo's is nothing if not Internally uh, consistent. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> airtight <laughs> logic. The whole time, Courtney and I are kind of sitting there wondering, like, why isn't Okiyasu just scraping away the part of a tower and bringing Josuke closer to him? And, and we have no answer. Absolutely no answer. Yeah. He doesn't <laughs> use his power as well as he could, but I mean, what's, I think what's that's the kind quote of the that point, we hear right? that's like Okiyasu's life story? Oh, yeah. You idiot. How could you do something so terrifying? Yeah. Just, then we also have the life story of people reading this manga, which is when Okuyasu says, stop being ambiguous and clear things up, damn it. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Mikitaka, who like, refuses to, well, he, but he's not being ambiguous. He is saying he's an alien. Yeah, he's he being is, clear. He's like, it's I am just, an alien. He's being Which weird. is why Okuyasu is definitely speaking for the audience. Yes. Because it's right. like, he's only being ambiguous to us who are trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I have to say, Mikitaka can turn into binoculars but not dynamite and that's oh. really fucking weird to me because binoculars are actually more complex than dynamite. I like, think that he probably is just wrong about what he can and can't turn into. I think he probably can't turn into something that would destroy him. Yeah, I mean, I and think he, maybe he well, doesn't well, so, want to. No, so when they yeah. said when he said that he couldn't turn into dynamite, I thought his explanation was going to be that he can't turn into something more powerful than himself, which is true. Yeah. He says he can't turn into something more powerful or more complex, right? But, but like the way that lenses work in binoculars is pretty complicated. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Whereas like, like you can like, it's, it's actually way easier to like make dynamite at home than no, it is yeah. to make a pair of binoculars. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. I just am saying that I think that he's wrong about his assessment yeah, of what yeah, yeah. his limitations he's, are. Yeah, he's also, ne- he, he's, he's never just tried. decided like, well, I think that he probably can't make things that are more powerful than him. And also he probably can't make things that would destroy himself. I also like think dynamite. maybe maybe he finds parabolic lenses to be pretty easy. That's true too. I mean, he is an alien. That's right. true. He might have had like alien math class and yeah. Yeah, and I mean, alien math class didn't cover like chemistry. Um, well, <laughs> they don't no, have to take chemistry in in, in space. In, yeah, well, we it know that, and it didn't cover you know gambling, but maybe it covers other. things. It doesn't cover old maid. Yeah. <laughs> He I've never heard of Old Maid. Doesn't know any card games. No, doesn't he doesn't know, know about yeah. cards. None of that. Um, 
he's like the opposite of Joseph Joestar. He, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, Joseph would definitely know how to make dynamite, but not binocular. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, right. in the, the Venn diagram yes. is very important. <laughs> or like one of those like two axis things yes. where it's like on one end is dynamite and on one end is binocular. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and one end is gambling and on the other end is math. <laughs> okay, so I have not looked up to confirm the fact, which Courtney has, has been telling me, that actually <laughs> Rohan's outfit at the beginning of this is the same as the outfit I said wasn't his horniest outfit before. But now I'm like, maybe it is his horniest outfit. Yeah, because Elis was like, I think the, uh, the outfit at the beginning is his horniest outfit. What I if, was like, it's the same outfit. Here's here's a big problem, though. What if the most recent outfit I see Rohan in is always his horniest <laughs> outfit? <laughs> I think that actually might be what it I is. I think we might yeah. have cracked it. Yeah. Because anyway. I, I really like his, his the new one with the lanyard. Yeah, me too. And the like again, it's like that the long sleeve or like, you know, turtleneck and then he's just sliced it all up, which I don't even know how you do that. Someone sell me that lanyard. If yeah. anybody ever makes like a, a serious JoJo's convention that's big enough to need lanyards and they don't have that as the lanyard, oh, my I'm gonna yeah. fucking sue them. Yeah. yeah. Um for uh, breach of contract. Exactly. Breach yes. of fandom contract. Breach of contract with this show. So yeah, um, Ghost Dad can identify Kira from, what, I don't know. From, from his you know, fucking nail boner. Yeah. Yeah, he sees a nail boner and he's like, I know that boner from anywhere. One That's problem, my boy. Though, is that like, was he really looking at the hands of everyone? What a coincidence that one of the people's hands he was looking at just happened to be his son's nail boners. Yeah. Maybe that's just what he's been looking for this whole time is just staring at people's well, hands. Well, no, he noticed it because he saw high. Oh, no, he saw him first and then saw Hayato. No. I forget. I can't remember. But the point is also that Hayato is stalking his dad, which is like normally not great. But at this point, I'm like, good, good. Yeah, at this point, it's self-defense. It's I like, just okay. love how many shitty characters there are right now on screen yes. all the time yeah. and I'm just loving every second of it even though in I feel like any other series I would just be like why the fuck would I watch this show about, about ugly people <laughs> it's like um, between Hayato and weird muscle ghost kid dad. ghost dad ugly version <laughs> of Kira <laughs> <laughs> weird elf mask guy yep. they I, all suck I do yeah. I do I mean Enigma Boy has appeal but we don't, see, we don't see him yet. We I only like, see a silhouette. I think he's yeah. Cute, yeah. He does. He definitely has but the Abakio hair. Yeah. So here's a thought that I brought up, and then it's like a Eureka moment. And Courtney was like, well, duh. That's the oh. whole point of part four. So um, when, when Kira's dad is talking about, like, is like doing all this help and like making sure that Kira is not being caught and all that, the implication to me seems very heavy that. That Kira's dad cleaned up after Kira his whole life, which when you think back to Kira bragging many episodes ago right. about how he's never been caught and never left any evidence behind, like this is one of those things where it's like, oh, he's a rich boy whose daddy like cleans up his right. mess. Kira's an unreliable him. narrator. Yeah. Which like Which I guess I mean he's a fucking serial sense. killer. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess like Right, and we were talking about this earlier, and it's like, right, I did know that his dad said that he helped him, and I also knew that Kira said that he was really good at not leaving evidence and not getting caught, but for some reason, like, the the, the contrast between the two never, like, hooked in my brain, yeah. and so, yeah, it is really interesting because there's this idea that Kira thinks that he's 
amazing at this like a mastermind. at his job. Yeah, but actually his dad is there behind him with like a broom cleaning up his footprints. Right, which is which is actually why a bunch of teenagers can catch him because he's not that right. good at this. Right. Yeah, but it also it's like you have to take away his support network and right. all yeah. the people who keep propping him. Exactly. Out. It's like yeah. it's like if uh, a famous male author got divorced and his wife wasn't there to like do all his research for him and, and answer his emails and stuff. His manuscript up 25 times yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. All that stuff. Kira's just Kira's just a famous author. Or it's like if if a famous male author like wasn't allowed to just write books and had to like be interviewed and like we actually heard what they <laughs> sound like when they talk. <laughs> or like if a famous male filmmaker relied on his wife to do all his editing and a lot of script rewrites and she basically saved most of his like most of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Just as an example. Yeah, you know. Just if you were making a movie about a war in the stars <laughs> and your wife did most of the work. Yeah. I'm not like not like no, you didn't do like, anything, but like yeah. she she definitely like saved the narrative structure of, of the first Star Wars. In conclusion, if you're a woman, don't marry a man. Maybe don't. <laughs> Maybe don't. So yeah, so we we see like a tiny second of Enigma because Enigma goes after Koichi. Koichi and Josuke's mom. That's right, yeah. And then we see we see Rohan just like flipping through his his albums of men, and we see a dude behind him, like in the street, and that's it. Yeah. And so this is almost a hundred percent. Is this where Rohan's like, oh, I got to get all these repairs done to my yes. house? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yep. It's you got to get like I a want special a home... architect in for your I... pretty woman role play house. <laughs> Yet another TV show I want to see is the like house flippers. Who Holy come to fuck! Rohan's. Wow! Oh my gosh! Oh god! Yes. I'm now imagining Rohan on every one of them. Like Me too. HG. I'm just like, holy like, shit! Rohan yeah. on House Hunters. Rohan yeah. on Kitchen Cousins. Or like, like, or, or like Rohan everything. on like, or like Bobby from Queer Eye shows up to oh. fix up Rohan's house. No, yeah. Rohan is Bobby from Queer Eye. No, but Rohan would be no. tan though. No, yeah. Rohan's tan. Rohan's tan. Yeah, we all no, know we this. Know this is <laughs> Bobby is way too nice. Um, yeah. Also, like, like just Rohan is tan. Yeah, and tan is Rohan. Did I tell you about like when I showed my mom Queer Eye and? The second scene of the first season is is that guy asking Bobby which one's the husband, which one's the wife, and Bobby's like, "Well, let's unpack that." Yeah. And my mom turns to me and is like, "He's very kind." <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Bobby is a very kind. I mean, person. look, they're being paid probably tons of money I to so. do the the emotional labor of explaining bullshit to people. Yeah, so it's great. I'm glad they're glad they're. It- Getting paid sure. to do that because um, I don't feel like doing it. Meanwhile, <laughs> we're getting paid nothing to explain JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to you all. Yeah, but, which you know, that's what's fine. happening that's, with that? You know. Someone give us money. <laughs> Soon we're gonna we're gonna. We should apply for a MacArthur Genius Grant. <laughs> we should. <laughs> Fact that's, checked. That's, that's we'll check way, all the facts. We way into it. We've done uh we've done so much good. Yeah, we have though. People people write us all the time and, yeah. and are like. This is you. You're changing the world with, <laughs> with your opinions. <laughs> That's not what I get out of those emails. But <laughs> I mean, I do. I do know people who yes. are like, I've listened to your podcast, and now everything you've said is canon. Yes, yes. that is absolutely oh, true. Oh, I recently saw because I was. I don't value my my mental health, so I was Great. looking at the JoJo's tag on Ao3. Oh, for the first time in like two years. Don't do that. Yeah, but uh, but I did see that someone had had um, Poco's brother or Poco's sister, and had named them something other than Ruth. Wrong. And then it was just oh. like incredibly. She wrong. doesn't have a name, so I named her, and I was just like, she has a name, bitch. Sh- sh- her name is Ruth. Ruth Vader Get Ginsburg. It right. Prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's erasure. It is. It's Ruth erasure. Yeah. Well, that's upsetting. I'm sorry that there are still people out there who are incorrect. Yeah. You're Ruth sure. <sighs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we named her Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You <laughs> named her Ruth Bader Ginsburg Prime. We. <laughs> <laughs> The reason there's three of us is to diffuse accountability it's so like that none of, us can squad. Be, yeah, none of us can be <laughs> fully culpable for our actions. But instead, we're responsible for each other's crimes. <laughs> we're like we're like the Ventorio crew. Oh yeah, we're 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 the right. we're we're boys. Yeah, and I, like every, so many fans are always like, I can't wait for you to get to part five. I'm like, me fucking too. Okay, <laughs> trust me. Yeah, I have, you have no idea the things that we are going to explain. <laughs> <laughs> you think you do, but you don't. <laughs> like the, we're gonna have to like have like a prequel episode about mental health. Oh my god! Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. Let's only get into mental health as much as we got into Hitler. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but much the way that you were always like, "Look, I'm Jewish, and like we're just gonna like let this roll." I'm just like, "Okay, so here's the deal." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where it's like, like let me just make it clear that we don't approve. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna move the fuck up. <laughs> JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Aura, Aura, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Okiyasu would leave for picking stuff up off the ground. <laughs>